At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You are now locked into Moneyline with Kevin Walsh. No one likes Zach Taylor. Again, this guy went to the Super Bowl last year. Might get fired this year. <laughs> That's outrageous. I can't. Now that I can't allow. Yes. Between yeah. breaking down futures markets or like day-to-day games, like I might pick the futures market. Like that's how much fun it is. Like you know what I'm yes. saying. And Donnie Wrightside. Ah, man, that felt good. Oh, come what? on. He's got stung by a bee. How did a bee even get in my house? This has been the greatest day for DRS as is. Uh, just getting less and less here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 159. Oh, yeah, Football Friday here on Sports Grid. It's Donnie Wrightside. It's Kevin Walsh. It's Friday. The weekend is going to be stupendous. College football tonight, Friday night. College football all day Saturday. NFL Sunday. You know how we do it, K-Dub. It's a big time. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. I'm pumped up, man. I'm pumped yeah. up. Yes. The, this is kind of what people talk about, right, where the sports mm-hmm. world for some people yes. kind of peaks here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, look, I, I, I promise this will be the last mention of it. But at 6 a.m., they were out there playing NBA basketball. It was preseason. Wow. It was Warriors-Wizards. There's highlights. But, I mean, it exists. Kyle Kuzma was dunking on fools. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. The RS in the sports world. Yeah, the Coos out there. What was he doing? With uh, Do you have any long uh, sweatshirts on before he played that game? Nice and they pink all the way down to the ground. One of the preseason games yeah. in their, in their get-ups. I agree. I you know what's coming, too. You know what's coming. Like a like a uh, Wizards jersey that goes all the way down, like way past your, your arms. You know have what I mean? Seen, I, I, I hate I'm doing this today with the NBA. But I, have you yeah. seen Jimmy Butler's hair? No, I have not. Oh, really? Is it You tremendous? know what? I'll tell you what, we'll, we can do it off air. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll maybe never get Donnie's reaction because there's so much uh, to get to. But, folks, if you haven't, Jimmy Butler. Now, by the way, he wants yes. your reactions to this. Okay. Jimmy Butler's going to new hairstyle this season. No, oh, I'm going to have to go Google search and research this ready. Major League Baseball here on a Friday is going to be popping to uh, Phillies and the Nationals in a doubleheader today. The Phillies clinging to the wild card lead there by a half game. We'll keep you updated if anything pops off. But you know what I'm excited for? It's a big-time college football game tonight. Big-time ramifications this weekend. We're going to dip into everything here in hour number one and have some fun because I know throughout the day, a lot of the times, you don't get as many prop bets here in college football as you do for pro football. But each one of these big games, top 25s, I think we should have some fun and maybe talk to see if we have some props as well to give the people out here. Yeah, no uh, no doubt about it. I I love the props market in college football this year. You have to pick your spots, you know, which trends apply, which do not, as we always say. But 
the, the thing with college football, there's so many different players it feels like you can sink your teeth into. And, uh, man, whether it's the high, high-level guys like a C.J. Stroud, mm-hmm. a Bryce Young, or, you know, you come underneath, right, uh, with who knows? I mean, are people going to get involved with a Spencer Petras prop you. on Saturday against Michigan for Iowa? Man, it's going to be tangy, tangy, tangy. But we got six games on a Friday night card. We'll go through those. Obviously, the best of the bunch is Washington and UCLA. And we did preview a few of these games on the morning show, the mm-hmm. early line. And I do want to go over because it looks like we are populated through here with some of these touchdown props, passing yard props, and a lot to have fun with. So just to set the table, as you do every Friday, our number one on the program is going to be primarily focused here on college football. Our number two of the program is going to be focused on NFL action. Action, but if anything pops up, then we need to get out to the people in the way of, you know, breaking news, so to speak. And talk about breaking news. There must be three people, K-Dub, down at Nationals Park today. They're showing it live. Right? There must be three people out there. Like, <laughs> yeah, who's going to this game in the cold? That there is a game? Is that the breaking? Like, breaking, breaking. There's actually baseball still in Washington. Please come oh. hang out with us. Oh, my goodness. Like, I'm actually surprised there's not a lot of Phillies fans, but I do believe. I, I don't know which one of these games it is because it is a doubleheader. It wasn't oh, supposed to be this whoa. afternoon, right? So, mm. Speaking of baseball, since we are talking yes. quickly, getting it in here. Yes. What a boost over on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Whoa. Whoa. This, I, oh, I, I wow, KDA. Okay, you know what? I, I, I the principal. Yes. I, I just I, I saw the name on it, which is the Pitching Ninja Boost. I'm like, all right, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And I see three pitchers, so I'm ready for the each to get seven-plus Ks in their game. And I see the word, the, the combined word out there for strikeouts. Just to let the people know, DeGrom, Freed, Corbin Burns, 25-plus Ks tonight, plus 270 price. That's fantastic. So if you break it down, Eight, eight, and eight doesn't get it done. Which you is know what I mean? Crazy. Yes, when you, because you're. But the, the, hear, hear us out here. Corbin Burns throws thirteen Ks. There you go, right? So let's, <laughs> like you're in, you're in that you're in on it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we're all, and tonight would be a great test. Hey, can Degrom get out there for eight innings? If if you know what I mean, if that pitch counts low. Or mm-hmm. are we still yanked at them early? So that's going to be uh, a lot of fun. That's a nice piece of business. That's boost. Good payout. That's too. a Good fun payout. That is a fun one. Also, how about this? Tulane UCLA talking college football here in hour number one. Each to cover three and a half plus two fifty. Quick thoughts on that before we hit the break here, K Dub. It's not bad. I like mm-hmm. UCLA. Tulane uh-huh. last week in a classic look ahead spot. Lost that yeah. game to Southern Miss, but uh, uh, three and a half. We know it. Look, and weirdly in college football, despite how high-scoring those games can be, the Mm -hmm. hook can matter. These games get Houston, by the way, Donnie, the first two games of the year went to overtime. Their next game, they get smashed by Mm -hmm. Kansas. So that team has been underwhelming to expectations. That's not bad there. No, certainly not. And we're going to get through those games and much more. Hour number one here, college football action. If you want to get involved, light up those phone lines. 844-843-6879. It's Donnie Wright's side. It's Kevin Walsh. It's a football Friday. And boy, oh boy, am I excited. We're going to hit props, sides, totals, and everything you need to cash in some tickets this weekend. So stick right here on the... After these fine words... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Back on a football Friday, right here. Right here on Moneyline. 844-843-6879 if you want to get involved. And we told you we'd keep you updated on everything going on while keeping an eye on this college football board this weekend and getting through as many games as possible. The Philadelphia Phillies actually have a one to nothing lead, which seems like a massive, massive run because they scored three total runs in Chicago in three games, K-Dub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's about time. It's about time. Can't be getting swept by the Chicago Cubbies, but um, what are you going to – look, you got to move on. You got to bounce back. Playing the Nats, still a pretty good opportunity to be successful. Yes, absolutely. Let's see what plays out in that game. As I said, we will keep everybody updated, but there are Friday night football games. I don't want to spend too much time on these. Now, there are decent games. Tulane, Houston, UTSA, Middle Tennessee State, who – you know, getting four and a half, wait a second, getting four and a half points from UTSA. This team just smoked the Miami Hurricanes. Well, that's not really how teams work in college football works here. Maybe UTSA is actually better than the Miami Hurricanes. San Diego State, Boise State, Washington, UCL, and also New Mexico and UNLV. Is there a game? Because we're going to hit that Washington-UCLA game a little bit more. Of the other games that are listed on the card tonight, do any catch your eyes or an angle on any one of these games that the people can get down with? So, uh, you and I have a lot of different conversations. Um, I bet something last night in the UCLA-Washington game that I knew, essentially for a fact, would not be available. So, I sent it out to the people uh, on Thursday night. Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson over 205 and a half passing yards. The reason mm-hmm. I, I knew it wouldn't be there is it was 205 and a half on one book and 220 and a half on another book. Uh, you can still access a 220 and a half. Okay, incredibly enough, actually, the book that had the 205 and a half, probably because their number was so light, have now actually adjusted up to 225 and a half. Mm-hmm. You can still access the 220 and a half. I will tell you, I was going to bet that 220 and a half. Of course, I'm not going to now. Yeah. I, you know, we're able to get a, a phenomenal number. But if you are looking for action, I do think that DTR. Uh, does go over his passing yardage prop tonight against Washington. Ah, there you go. So we got some information on that one here. Now, also, I just brought up quickly, UTSA Middle Tennessee State. And here's what I love about, you know, football and some of these lines that you bring. Middle Tennessee State getting four and a half points from UTSA. Middle Tennessee State at home 3-1, and one, crushed the Miami Hurricanes. You say, oh, man, who'd they actually lose to? Alabama? No. 
James Madison, an FCS team. Now, a really good one. Is James Madison still FCS, I believe? Is that correct? Or are they making their way up to D1? Oh, did they move up? Oh, did they move up? I don't want to give the people the wrong like information, they but they got beat 44-7 to by JMU and smoked they, Miami, and here JMU they are getting awesome. points at home. JMU is very good. That's why I wanted to bring it up, but it's just did so funny just how— yeah. Yep. I can't remember now. Off the top I of thought my head. maybe either they're in Division One, moving to Division One, or in the process of making it into Division One. Right? I'll give you. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now because it's. Hold on. Let's get the answer to it. Yeah, they are in the Sun Belt now. They are in the Sun Belt. The yes. Sun Belt okay. Yeah. yeah. JMU rocks. Yeah, we'll see how that they can actually build that program up and see where they can take it there. But they've certainly been very good at the FCF level and. You know, doing some good things here so far in Division One. Any thoughts of that game tonight with that line? Which, again, seems interesting, but maybe it's not based on who UTSA has played and what they present as an issue for them. You know, UTSA is a team I'm still a touch bothered by uh, mm-hmm. because I had them as an outright dog against Texas, but I yeah. also had them plus the 12 and a half, and they hung around, hung around, hung around until they did not uh, in that game and ultimately got blown out catching 12 and a half. You're so right, though, with Middle Tennessee. You beat it's you. You see a team beat Miami, and you go, "How are you not laying four and a half to UTSA?" Yes. Correct. But I, 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 this is just a spot play. That looks like a very bad spot for Middle Tennessee on a somewhat short week off the absolute biggest win that these kids have had. UTSA is a talented group. They really are, the Roadrunners. And I think there's a decent chance that they can win this game outright, hanging uh, or cut. Well, obviously, they're favored in the game. Um, mm-hmm. But that, that line is what it is for a reason uh, on UTSA. So you, sometimes you just talk about reading lines, right, Donnie? Yes. That's it. Because, like again, they don't just pick these numbers. Hey, that's cool. The fans voted on what this line should be. No, no, no. They are numbers going through for some of the smartest people and programs in the world of what that line actually should be. So it's not just a guesstimate on that line. So, again, I like it. I like this Friday. And, by the way, quick thoughts here. I know the Indiana, this is going to translate to college football. But in the NFL, there's a lot of talk now, and always when you have big, devastating injuries. Why are they playing Thursday Night Football? Why are they doing that? I can't believe it. Well, because Amazon pays them like a trillion dollars to have Thursday Night Football. And the players might say, it's unhealthy, it's unsafe. And then the NFL owners go, well, all right, well, let's drop your salary cap by uh, 15%. No, 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 we'll play Thursday night. The reason I bring that up is I would love to see this. Because you see tonight, five games, legitimate football games, right, in college football. Mm-hmm. Would you like if college football... Just got to reclaim Thursday night, Kevin, and they put like 10 games on a Thursday night. No NFL. NFL says, you know what, college football, I have this game back. College football takes full advantage of this and puts like legitimate football games. Not just, oh, we're going to play FCS teams. Like in Auburn is going to play Mississippi State. Uh, Penn State is going to take on, I don't know, Michigan on a Thursday night to make it a monster night. I would love, as a fan, I just would love to see that. I would. And do away with that Thursday night NFL game. I don't but why is it hurting Saturday. Saturday with all those games? Yeah, it's a million I, of them. I, I understand. Well, look, but I don't think you're taking Michigan, Penn State, and throwing them on Thursdays. Uh, I think thir- it, it works for college football. It's like, who's playing on Thursday, right? Like, mm-hmm. BYU, Utah State's not a bad game. But even like South Carolina, South Carolina State. So, but, hey, college football's on, sweet. It's on the background. I Like, it, look, it would be if it was on just you know mm-hmm. seven college football games. Uh, would I watch them? Absolutely. But I've 
I don't know, we've grown accustomed to the Thursday NFL game. Like you said, it's not going anywhere, uh, especially not with the money that Amazon's paid for it. Like, I'm always trying to, like, up the ante on, like, the fun that we can have during football season. Because if there's no Thursday night NFL game, I'm actually, I'm fine with that. Throw a couple good college football games on, do it again on Friday night, and then a, uh, you know, extravaganza of NCAA on Saturday, and you get back to football on Sunday, and you have a doubleheader in the NFL Monday night. I think it makes for an unbelievably, you know, fun week. And then college football scrambles around with action during the week on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and seven days of football. I just love to see that, but I just think it's interesting because it comes back to the forefront with injuries where it really is tough for some of these teams to get ready on three or four days rest, and sometimes the medical team not making the best you know, picks an interest, per se. Uh, also, quickly again tonight, Washington at UCLA, plus 2.5. UCLA getting points at home. Money line at plus 122. Over-under of 65.5 in this one. I'm going to ask you this. Instead of saying, hey, Kev, who thinks going to win the game? Because we covered it this morning. What would shock you in this game? What would you be surprised by to see? And maybe what you're looking for from a player or just the game itself? Man, such a good question. I get, what would stun me? Yes. And what would really sound uh, uh, alarm bells of concern would be if Michael Penix and the Washington offense lays a stinker. If they're held to like 17 points, mm-hmm. tons of turnovers, because all of a sudden you go, whoa, that's the best defense they've played, right? Talking about this UCLA defense tonight. And secondly, it's the first time they're on the road. So if that happens, all of a sudden... UCLA will get their credit, crash top 25. Are we, are we going to talk about this group as a college football playoff contender? That's something Joe Lisi has told people, by the way. Shout out to my college football today, uh, fellow co-host there. But I, if Washington is bad, Donnie, you start to say, whoa, can they just only pound on, on bad teams? Can they only do it at home? What's the deal here? If that Washington team is awful on offense and Panix is turning it over, that would be a bit surprising to me because they've just been so awesome. I think he's thrown for 300-plus yards in every single game so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've moved the ball with ease this season. Mm-hmm. We're going to transition over to Saturday here, but also shout-out K-Dub. Told you to take the points last night with Utah State. 38-26 on Thursday yeah. night. That would cash that ticket. And right off the bat, the Fox game on Saturday. Michigan-Iowa. How about the home team here? Team total, 15 and a half on a three and one football team. Come on back. We're going to talk college football and much, much more right here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. 
Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. College football weekend in full effect right here on Moneyline. 844-843-6879. If you got a hot take on college football in the first hour, let us know. It's on the right side. It's Kevin Walsh. I love this, Kevin. Michigan, Iowa. Fox, big game of the day. Big 10. As much as I can't stand Iowa and the way they play, they are 3-1, and one and they used to have a decent football team and make bowl games every year. Michigan has, you know, illusions of grandeur of making a possible run at a national championship. The first four games for the Michigan Wolverines, 51-7 to over Colorado State, terrible football team. Hawaii, 56-10, to terrible football team. UConn, terrible football team, 59 to nothing. Notice, 51-56-59. And last week, taking on Maryland, scored 34 points, but it was a much closer ball game. Only won that game by seven points. So the reason I'm asking you and going over these point structures which I'm going to get to Iowa now, right? You take a look at them, as we said, 3-1 and one on the football season, 7-3 to three win opening day, 10-7 to seven loss the next week. Nevada, 20, or, uh, yes, Nevada 27 to nothing they won, and also Rutgers 27-10 they won. Back-to-back games with 27 points. Now, the totals for both of these teams, away team, which is obviously Michigan, 26-and-a-half. Home team, 15-and-a-half. Is this game going to be played at a glacier pace? Well, it's that Iowa's a, a – it's an offense beyond belief. It doesn't even feel real when you watch that team. I have no idea how their defensive players mm. talk to the offense mm-hmm. like teammates and not like beneath them. The Iowa scoring defense right now is number one in oh college football at 5.8 points per game. And honestly, there needs to be a little anecdote about the points that their defense has scored. I yep. bet Rutgers last week plus the 8.5. Uh-huh. I would have covered that bet if not for a pick six and a scoop and score. 14 points for that defense. Mm-hmm. They scored more touchdowns than the Iowa offense. The big joke for those that don't know, in week number one when Iowa played San Diego State, 7-3, you might think, all right, one touchdown drive. No, no, no. One field goal, two safeties. Was how they got to seven points, the Sheesh. Iowa Hawkeyes. This offense is pitiful. Oh, well, what about, I mean, they got to 27 on Nevada. Here are the two games that sandwiched Nevada giving up 27 to Iowa. 55 for Incarnate Word against Nevada and 48 Mm. for Air Force against Mm. Nevada. Iowa's, Iowa's offense is worse than you could imagine. The only worry, Donnie, when you go underneath is their ability to create havoc, create turnover plays, and turn those into seven points. Now, we've talked about crazy statistics that are so, like, 15 and I don't care. Like, 15 and a half, I feel like I just have to bet it and then, like, you know, have my eyeballs bleed until they possibly get that 16th point or 17th, obviously, two touchdowns and a field goal. But I look at the passing player props. J.J. McCarthy, 208 and a half, which seems low to me already. Spencer Petrus, 140 and a half. He's like, what, that's um, Justin Fields type numbers for the Chicago. 140 and a half? And I don't see anybody. That doesn't sound like to me, I know Iowa. Like, oh, that's a principal play, man. 140. That's ridiculous. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it never is. And oh, that's why, good. you know, for me, while I understand a lot of people are, are starting to drag Michigan through the mud because last week Maryland was able to hang around. Now, Maryland 
and they were covering the, the the number at the time anyway, but they kind of hit a backdoor touchdown with a backup quarterback in that didn't really matter too much to get to seven instead yeah. of 15. And went for a two-point conversion. We were able to convert it. So that looks a little bit different, right, if Michigan wins that game in that way. But it's one of those games where if Michigan scores three touchdowns, there's 21. Unless Iowa gets a defensive score, they're not going to be able to match that. They will mm-hmm. not score, you know, two touchdowns on their own, on their offense. They're just not going to. How about Blake Corum? 80 and a half rushing yards in this game. Minus 114 here at the FanDuel Sportsbook on the season. 64 carries, 478, and nine scores. I know you have one of those outside candidates that if he can run it up, Mm -hmm. he can get into that Heisman Trophy race. Yeah, I love Blake Corum. I absolutely think he is live in the Heisman race. I was on his rushing props last week, and we saw his number uh, at about 89 and a half. And then they announced Donovan Edwards out, who was a star freshman back for the Michigan mm-hmm. Wolverines. He played and this that week? Took, so that's the big question mark okay. right now. Okay. Don't have enough information yet on Donovan Edwards. That, that number for Quorum Donnie got into like the mid-90s. Yeah. So it's, I can't tell, are we at this number because Donovan Edwards back? Yep. Or are we at this number because we're playing the Hawkeyes defense, right? Uh. Maybe it's a combination of both. But it, while Iowa's defense is, of course, very, very good. If you're Michigan, you always talk about this, Don. I think you make a great point. When you talk about, like, Alabama and Bryce Young or Ohio State and C.J. Stroud, you have to let them get theirs. Mm -hmm. These kids are going for highs and trophies and and, and a lot of stuff that comes with that. Blake Corm now had a five-touchdown game against UConn. No matter who you play, that's a big deal. That's eye-popping. And then followed it up with 243 yards and two touchdowns against Maryland. He is now going to be in the Heisman race if he can keep putting performances like this. If you're Harbaugh, you have to feed him the rock. It's gonna, it's just going to depend a little bit on do we think that he has the full backfield now if Edwards does return. But my early indication on all Blake Corum numbers is to look to the over. Yeah, and when we always talk about, like, you owe it to the player, say, well, the player's already there. What do you mean owe it to him? He's under, you know, scholarship, and he already chose you. It's not about Blake Corum actually going out and winning the Heisman. It's about Jim Harbaugh able to go into the next kid's living room and go, oh, you're the best running back in the country? Blake Corum just won the Heisman Trophy and got drafted into the NFL. Would you like to do that, son? Oh, yeah, I would love that. That's why it's so important. Same thing with the Alabama pipeline. Hey, you want to come here, throw a million touchdown passes, get drafted into the NFL, and also have massive NIL? That's what you do it for. So it always helps that you sort of like, uh, you know, program prestige where you can sell that to a kid. Now, by the way, also, 12 o'clock on Saturdays, that's turned into a thing now. And I love it. And what I mean by that is usually you got to wait. 12 o'clock is usually for Northwestern and, uh, I don't know, Nebraska or something like that, right? Northwestern and Illinois. And you see repeat, like the D team on ESPN gets that game. But you got you got Michigan, Iowa, number four team in the country. Then you have another twelve o'clock game: SEC, Kentucky, and Ole Miss. We'll talk about now. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is one that we've talked about ad nauseum throughout the week. JP even said, you know, I'm going to go Kentucky in this game. Give me that touchdown here. Will Levis out here, eleven hundred eighty-five yards and ten touchdowns on the season. Break down this game for us because we haven't had much movement on that six and a half for a few days now. Fifty-four and a half is a total. Twelve noon kickoff in this one. Yeah, so I, I'm i torn here because, again, we always talk. We respect lines. And that Ole Miss line is, is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're the better football team. I, I really don't. And 
I'm not sure they're better on either side of the football. Like, Ole Miss's defense has impressed to a degree over the past. You know, they're only allowing 10 points per game. Opponents, though, factor in. And I trust Will Levis more than Jackson Dart. Now, Ole Miss just wants to run the football anyway. But how did that work for Florida in that game against Kentucky? You know, Montrell Johnson had some good yardage, right? ETN had good yardage, but Anthony Richardson was totally bottled up. It's probably a scenario where they were so focused on Richardson, okay, these other guys got loose, right? Read options. We're sticking with AR no matter what and allow some holes. But Jackson Dart doesn't command that type of respect. I, I've continued to look at this line and just feel like Kentucky is a bit disrespected here. I know home field math is significantly uh, more valuable, right, in college football. At least that's my understanding, Donnie. Mm-hmm. That home field advantage matters a lot more in college football than, say, in the pros. But I don't, it just feels like too much to me for Ole Miss. And I think a few points, I don't know if you can check this. I feel like sevens have popped up. If you can get a full seven with Kentucky, yeah. that, that's got to be pretty tempting. Yeah, sure. I'm sure if you've... Uh certainly been shopping around you can probably find some of those sevens out there there are a lot of books that are going to tilt between six and a half and money they need coming in on that seven total points in this game uh, as we talked about if we do individual teams like team totals home team obviously is mississippi 31 and a half at a plus 100 but you can get kentucky right now fanduel 23 and a half at a minus 115 so 24 would cash that ticket in any thoughts on those I'm sorry, run, run, that, run that back. You, I, I did get distracted, I have Ken, to admit. Kentucky's team total, 23.5 minus 115. Yeah. Ole Miss, 31.5 plus 100 here. Yeah, it would probably be looking towards an under on Ole Miss just because of how good, again, this Kentucky defense looks. But maybe an under for the full game is legit at 54.5. Mm-hmm. It's so weird, Don, to think about what Ole Miss – Remember, you know, like it's like, ah, oh, it's Lane Kiffin. These guys are going to go fast, fast, fast. Mm-hmm. They're going every fourth down, no matter where they are on the field. It, he just doesn't have the guy at quarterback. Again, if they had Matt Corral, we might be talking about Ole Miss as an, a legitimate college football playoff contender. But instead, Jackson Dart looks underwhelming. And uh, all in all, I, I think we've seen Kentucky look like they're going to be a, a lower-scoring football team themselves. So I would probably look more towards a full game under than – maybe isolating a team total. But then again, Ole Miss's 31.5 does uh, look very high. All right. We're going to keep it here at the 12 o'clock. We'll preface this game and get it after the break. But the you know interesting part about some of these college football games, Oklahoma goes on the road to take on TCU. Oklahoma 3-1, and one, one of those teams that you looked on the outside saying, hey, could they make a run in the Big 12, wind up undefeated, and make it into the college football playoff? That's no longer the case. They were upset last week by Kansas State. TCU now comes into this game, K-Dub, at a pristine 3-0. and But when we talk about pristine 3-0, and it's wins over Colorado. Colorado, who I know you've roundly drubbed, Tarleton, 59-17, and SMU, 42-34. They're catching some points at home, so we'll go over that game next. And as I said, I love the fact that we got nice games at noon on Saturday. We don't have to wait too long to get everything underway. But we'll continue to talk some NCAA college football radio on Moneyline, our number one right here on The Grid. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hour number one, wading into the waters of college football. Having some fun breaking the games down. Big action at noon. Prefaced it before the break, Oklahoma and TCU. 3-1 Oklahoma, 0-1 in the Big 12. TCU has not yet played a Big 12 game. They come in at 3-0. Dylan Gabriel, quarterback, 1,089 yards passing on the season. 11 touchdowns here. Are we looking at a bounce-back performance, or is this one of those games where Oklahoma was like, oh, man, we lost, our season is over? So, I hate spots like this, and I'll tell you why. I hate when a plan is, is foiled, right? The, so, we're coming off Thursday Night Football, right? Now, there mm-hmm. was extenuating circumstances in the game. If Tua stays healthy, does that change mm-hmm. things? Maybe so, right? But it was a perfect spot to back the Bengals, Right? Miami's off this great win against Buffalo, and Cincinnati's now coming back home. They got right a little bit against the Jets. Everything's perfect. TCU, if you were looking on the outside, say, ooh, you know what? Mm-hmm. TCU's a football team. Defense looks a little bit better this season, right? And maybe this group, they beat SMU, right? They smashed Colorado, which is what mm-hmm. you need to see a team to do. And, and you go to yourself, man, I think they could put, oh, you want upset alert. But now, it's Oklahoma coming off of a loss in Big 12 competition. And that's tough. Because now you're predicting the favorites in the conference to lose consecutive games. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. It's like like they probably had their best week of practice all year long at Oklahoma. And no cliche nonsense. Mm-hmm. If you've played football at like, quite literally any level, you know that okay, like, oh, we did have a great week of practice, right? And yes. I am sure that Venables had these guys clicking and rolling this week. That's where my hesitation starts to check in now a little bit here. That total, though, that total is high, Donnie, looking at the 69 yeah, spot is. up there. And I'm, it wow. is, man. 70s in the cash a ticket here. Uh, we'll hit the gas pedal in just a little bit, but one more game at 12 o'clock that I did want to talk about here, and that was Texas Tech and Kansas State. And a team in Kansas State that did upset 
you know, a, yeah. a front runner, let's just say, in the Big 12. They're 1-0, but also Texas Tech doing the same thing. You want to talk about Texas Tech's win, like, hey, man, our alumni love that big victory over oh, Texas. Yeah. So now they square up here, but Kansas State a 7.5-point favorite, 57.5. Two teams with big-time wins last week. Any depression, or are we just riding that hot hand in the in the little apple this weekend? So, you know, I'll give you a little, a little bit of a taste of kind of what you can expect on college football today. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about these games with – what yes. we just hit on this game, and then we'll bring the Texas-West Virginia game in, and it's almost kind of like, welcome to the new Big 12, right? Mm-hmm. Oklahoma and Texas are set to leave. The you know two most popular forces in the conference. But they both just lost last week. And all of a sudden now, the winner of Kansas State-Texas Tech is going to feel, Donnie, like they're in some kind of driver's seat, right? Yeah. I mean, you're 2-0 in the conference. Yep. Great wins uh, if you're able to pull them off. I have to think, though... If you're Kansas State, right, you're laying a full seven and a half spot here. But what worked so well for Kansas State uh, was the offensive attack of Adrian Martinez, full confidence, getting up and down that field. I I still think Texas Tech on the defensive side of the ball is going to leave a little bit too much to be desired. I could see myself involved with that total. It's underneath a 60 Mm -hmm. right now. It's a 57 spot just because that hook Back doors, it's open all the time. But what an awesome game, Donnie, where, again, we're seeing now maybe a change of the guard a little bit in the Big 12 before these teams get out of there. Yeah, by the way, the Big 12 putting it on this weekend, too. 3.30 start Oklahoma State, number 9 in the country. Baylor, 16th in the country. Coming into that one also, before we get to that, quick thoughts again. We covered it this morning on Moneyline, Mm -hmm. uh, excuse me, the early line. Alabama and Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Total in that game, side in that game. Thoughts on that one? I, I think I'm going to end up on Arkansas plus 17 and a half, which is dangerous. It's Bama. They're playing mm-hmm. a great a great team. Bama right now, top five in scoring offense and scoring defense. I, I think there's a chance that everybody's overreacted to what happened for them against Texas and just how close that game was. But with that being said, it still did happen. That was a road spot. And I think we're getting some value on the Razorbacks thanks to a missed field goal here. I do not think that Alabama is laying three and a half scores if this was a number three or number two mm-hmm. versus number seven, which is about where Arkansas probably would have been yeah. if they went out there last week and, and beat A&M. So I think you've got a little bit of value here, Donnie, on K.J. Jefferson and the Razorbacks. Bryce Young, to, uh, 305 and a half passing prop. Over, under? What's his passing touchdown number? Do they have it? It doesn't have it. Yet? No, they don't. And that's you the first what? one. I, because I, I see yeah. like where you're, you go this year. And I think it makes sense. We love big passing days, but these kids need touchdown passes. So it's almost like you can go Bryce Young, 225 yards, four touchdown passes, right? You know what I mean? Like, he can have a low total, but still run it up the flagpole with touchdowns. Uh, So I I found it uh, somewhere else. Two and a half, but minus 180. Still taking it. I don't care. Yeah, I know that. What world is he not getting three? <laughs> it's a no. It's a fair point, right? It's the what you expect uh, from this yeah. team, but I do again. I, Arkansas secondary is also vulnerable, so maybe the yardage makes sense here, right? Mm-hmm. What happens if we finally get a Bama game with a running mate? Now yeah. Texas hung the whole way, but that was very low scoring yes. football. What we have yep. not seen is Alabama forty-five, 
Yeah. And, it, you know, Arkansas 34, mm-hmm. right? We haven't seen anything like that yet. And, and that would really then open the doors up for a big Bryce Young day. Yeah, it certainly would. All right, moving through here, as we said, 3.30. Some thoughts here on Oklahoma State and Baylor taking it on the Big 12, 3-0 versus 3-1. and A big move here if you want to try to win it. Spencer Sanders, 916 yards passing on the season. Ten touchdowns here. Quick thoughts on Oklahoma State-Baylor this Saturday. So, in a massive game, can't overstate it in terms of, of not just Big 12 implications, right, but mm-hmm. the college football playoff. Outlook. People think Oklahoma State's the one true hope. Here's the problem for me with Oklahoma State. That resume is missing anything of substance. Central Michigan, you allowed 44 points. I understand a lot of it was garbage time, but who's 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 that exciting? Okay, mm-hmm. you beat uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff. Doesn't count. All right, you win the game 63 to seven. You're a 54 and a half point favorite. So you hardly covered a number. You did, but still. And here's my other problem, Donnie. They beat Arizona State. All right? They beat them by 17 points as an 11.5-point favorite. Well, we've mm-hmm. learned that beating Arizona State under Herm Edwards now doesn't even yes. count. No, doesn't no. even count. And I would almost argue, Donnie, beating the team that maybe you had the plays for by only yeah. 17 points is a disgrace. You knew so, it was coming. You still couldn't stop it. Yeah. So I, I'm not there. <laughs> let me let me just flip this back to you quickly, though. Yeah. If Oklahoma State gets this win, mm-hmm. do you think you'll start to buy in that they can make the college football playoff? Because that's what a lot of people think the Big 12's hope's gonna gonna rest on now is this Cowboys team. It, it's hard because what does it always come down to a lot of the times? Like, okay, there's not a lot of great teams. If you beat Baylor on the road, number 16 in the country, that's going to add something to it. Out mm-hmm. at Oklahoma, Bedlam, right? Second to last mm-hmm. game of the season. That's a tough one. If that didn't have the at sign next to it, boy, you would feel a lot better. But still, they're good football teams. Texas Tech's a good football team. TCU, Texas, can't. It just feels like it's too many. It's one of those conferences where we didn't think a deserving you know, team would get in unless they were unbeaten all the way through. I don't know if we find that. I really don't. I agree. I would love to see what odds right now on the Big 12. So, they're actually monstrous, I think. For the Big 12 to like, mm-hmm. not not that I not that they're out there, but if you just kind of look at the Im- implications of kind of where some of the smallest teams are booked, I do not think we see a Big 12 champion. I think this conference, we saw it last week, OU and Texas both going down. I think this conference beats one another up all year long. It is a shame though if you're a Texas fan, as this genuinely could have been your year if Quinn Ewers never gets injured. What a shame that is. They might have beat Bama, right? You assume then they probably would have handled their business against Texas Tech. And unfortunately for them, they're now, you know, a two-and-two football team who's just going to hope that they don't, you know, lose grip of the rope like they did last year and maintain bowl eligibility. And by the way, last game we're going to hit here, 7.30 Saturday night, game of the year in the ACC, NC State and Clemson. Kevin, we did the show earlier this morning on the early line, 43-and-a-half. 44-and-a-half now at FanDuel. 45 showing up across the board. Wow! Yes, and rightfully so. I don't know. Maybe it was just a combination of two good defenses and we're going to play in an absolute five-inch shower rainstorm that no longer looks like that might be the case. This is going to keep going higher. People are still going to see 44 and a half, 45. That's ridiculous. 
Yeah, the people that weren't aware earlier in the week are like, oh, this number is Yes, light. correct. But yes. Can you, because you were all over this, put this into perspective for people where this was, what you saw, and what you mm -hmm. think with where it is now. I remember we were looking at the 40s early. We go, something isn't right here. Now, granted, if you know five inches of rain and 45 mile an hour winds are coming and Clemson says we're playing no matter what, yeah, you might have a tough time scoring. But as that hurricane starts to move through, it's not going to be as bad. This was 39 and a half two days ago. Not when it first opened up. as Oh, hurricane's coming. Ridiculous. We're talking about like 24 hours ago, basically, that that line was 39 and a half. Now we're seeing a full touchdown move, and rightfully so. Both of these offenses can get after it, but they're deep. Defenses are very good, but it's all relative. Like, and then we talk, you know, 53 and a half, 54 and a half. If you saw that, forget about what you think about this game or the actual number. Most people would see low 50s and go, that still goes way over. 39 and a half, as if it was like the Steelers out here playing on a Sunday. It's kind of unfathomable because both of these quarterbacks are playing really good football. Yeah, it's, I mean, if DJU is back, the, the prince who was promised. Clemson can win a national championship. Even if, even if that defense is not going to be what we thought, which is yeah. possible. That can be counterbalanced by DJU being Heisman level. And you know what? What are his odds to win the Heisman? Now, hold on a second. After last... Because why do I feel like Sam Hartman moved up more than DJU after that football yes, game? Yes, it's almost like you're throwing him to the side. Uh, DJU 50-1 to at FanDuel to win it. Like Adrian Martinez has $10, $10 better odds. Which is a joke, right? We could agree. <laughs> I mean, come on, right? Yeah, Cut it out. I, <laughs> see, I, I don't want to fall... Here, okay, here's what I'll tell you, people. All right, mm -hmm. If you have a gang of conviction that Clemson gets after it this week against NC State, mm -hmm. then DJU is a really enticing option. Yes. Because they're gonna, they're gonna, the ball is just going to keep rolling on that schedule. And Caleb Williams and Bryce Young, two of the three top dogs, feel vulnerable. Stroud, genuinely, you could argue, maybe he should be a minus price in this market at the moment. He's not. The Big Ten, I'm not sure who's going to push them uh, outside of a Michigan, but they host that game versus the Wolverines. But if DJU is an unbeaten ACC champion, he's going to have juice in this market. He just is. Look at that action-packed college football Saturday here. Ripping right through an hour. We need three hours. Well, good for K-Dub and the boys. You do got three hours of that show coming up here on Saturday, so you can certainly enjoy that. A lot more games and information to get to right here on the Sports Grid Network, the home for college football. we got a quick segment before we hit the top of the hour. Don't you leave us. Don't do it. Come on back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, 
the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Um. Short segment here before we hit the top of the hour on Moneyline on a football Friday here on the Sports Grid Network. Donnie writes out along with Kevin Walsh, 844-843-6879. If you want to get involved in hour number two, which will switch over to the NFL as we take a look at the top 25 here, the AP. Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan as your top four. Peaking up there, getting closer also at 4-0. Clemson, USC, Kentucky, and Tennessee. How about that? Followed out and rounding out the top 10, Oklahoma State and NC State. So we're looking at this here. I don't think there's any. Do we have any fear? Probably not, right? Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan. I guess it's Clemson that would be the fear of maybe dropping down with a tough game. But would you? is it shocking if Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and Michigan are not the top four next week? I guess you get – look, whenever you're on the road in conference, right, mm-hmm. I guess you have to acknowledge that. Now – Look, Could Clemson I, I really, get in with a win, though, over NC State and jump maybe, let's just say, Michigan? Is that a possibility? They're pretty close in points in the ranking. So if, if Michigan wins, uh, assuming it's not in, like, awful fashion, mm-hmm. I don't know if NC State will get up over them. But yeah. we, we talked about this a lot last year when we really started to narrow the field. It doesn't matter for NC State at that point because Ohio State and Michigan still have to play one another. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be sat there saying, it's all right, one of you will beat the other and, and we'll be golden then after that checks in. So I, I think, yeah, Clemson obviously. Um, but but you also, right, so inside that top ten is Kentucky as well. And obviously they're yes, talking seven. in football games. So, yeah. you know, my least favorite thing in the world is going to happen this week then if Ole Miss wins. I can't stay. My, it is my biggest pet peeve, Donnie. I need to grow up mm. and get over it. But if all, you'll see Ole Miss win this week by a field goal, and they're going to go, whoa, Ole Miss upsets Kentucky. Uh-huh. crazy. We even cover. No, know it's coming down to it here. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two is going to start next. If you like that NFL talk, make sure you get involved. 844-843-6879. It's a football Friday here on the Sports Grid Network. Donnie Wrightside and Kevin Walsh. Hour number two on deck. Come on back. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 